May I speak in the name of God, who is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. If you were to ask people outside the church about what Christians are like, there'd probably be an assumption that, well, they've got it all together, they're sorted, they know what they're doing, they are well-integrated human beings. Even an expectation that Christians will be perfect, will never do anything wrong. Anyone else come across those assumptions? Any of us got it all together? Any of us know what we're doing from one moment to the next? Any of us perfect? I know I'm not. In the first reading from the prophet Zechariah, we hear a hint of the expectations of the Messiah that they've been waiting for for so long, who we understand to be Jesus. Of course, they'd expect it to be a triumphant king, winning battles, big sword, that kind of thing, big army. And instead, he says, well, no. He's going to be humble, riding on a donkey, on a colt, the foal of a donkey. Something we see on Palm Sunday as Jesus rides into Jerusalem. Not quite what people were expecting, not quite the assumption, the expectation. And of course, we all have expectations of all kinds of things, don't we? What people should be like, how people should behave, even how we should behave ourselves. I'm reminded when growing up of watching Keeping Up Appearances, that bucket woman, sorry, bouquet, how people should behave and well, just hide it. As long as it looks right, everything's fine. And in fact, what, what should clergy be like? We see that on TV a lot, don't we? Father Ted, the vicar of Dibley, all gas and gators, rev, broken, to name but a few. All caricatures. And of course, if, if Father Ted is the example, are we thinking of Ted or Dougal or Jack or Bishop Brennan or one of the other walk-on characters, all of which are caricatures or have something, but they're not completely the reality but their expectations they are assumptions and Jesus addresses this a little bit in the gospel reading he said well John the Baptist came you know the forerunner and he wasn't eating and drinking much you know he's wearing a hair shirt and eating locusts and that kind of thing so they criticize him they say well he's not eating or drinking what's wrong with him you know and Jesus says, then the son of man myself comes and they say, look, he's eating and drinking, he's a drunkard, he's meeting with tax collectors and sinners and all dodgy people. He said, you can't win. These assumptions are just used to knock people down. Of course, there are all these norms of society, and as Christians, we wonder and battle with quite how do we live while not conforming to that, but not just causing chaos wherever we go. Because conforming to what other people think or want is not what Jesus did. We see that time and time again. And Jesus says, you've hidden these things from the wise and the intelligent. He's speaking to God, the Father, and revealed them to infants. You've hidden them from the wise and intelligent and revealed them to infants. Seems such an apt reading today, doesn't it? as we baptise Alwyn. Jesus saying to God the Father, some of these things, the infants 
the children know and the adults don't. And of course, we have this assumption that adults have all the answers, that adults know everything, that adults can do everything. It's not always the case. In fact, Jesus says elsewhere, if you don't enter the kingdom of heaven like a child, you can never enter it. The children have something that we don't as adults. Maybe it's that they're not just conditioned to see the negative in everything and actually be open to understanding what else God might be doing rather than we've always done it this way. My daughter is a little bit older than Alwyn. She's 13 and so has opinions on absolutely everything. And I've got to admit, sometimes her opinions are quite a bit more useful than mine. She'll challenge me, and I think, actually, you know, I've got to admit she's right. Other times, no, definitely I'm right, but that's another matter. But we have this assumption of who knows everything. We have this assumption or society or the world has the expectation that Christians know everything about God. Or that priests know everything about God. Or that lifelong churchgoers know everything about God and the universe and everything. Or that those who have studied the Bible in great depth know everything about God. Or even that the moment you are baptised, you know everything about God. Well, that's not the case. Don't worry, Alwyn. In fact, sometimes those who are newest, though, have those interesting, important questions that challenge us and make us think, you know, I'd never thought of that. Why did I never think of that? Because I'm conditioned not to ask the questions. Well, someone who's not been around long, don't worry about that, so they'll say the blatantly obvious that's never occurred to us. So actually listening to those who are new and young and inexperienced is really important. Because it's not about knowledge. Jesus says, no one knows the Son except the Father. No one knows the Father except the Son and anyone to whom the Son chooses to reveal him. It's not about knowledge. It's not about reading all the right books, studying it all in depth on Wikipedia and obscure parts of the internet. It's not about conforming to what the world says you should do. No. It's about knowing Jesus. And then through knowing Jesus, knowing God the Father too. It's not about accumulating all this knowledge. It's not about knowing about this, that and the other about God. It's about coming to know Jesus. Not knowing about Jesus but knowing Jesus. This is a lifelong journey. It's a journey that those who have been in church all their lives are still on. It's a journey that all the deacons and priests and bishops are still on. We're still coming to know Jesus more and more day by day. Sometimes we're moving forward in that journey. Sometimes we're static in that journey. I have to admit, sometimes we're going backwards on that journey. Hopefully, though, it's two steps forward, one back, not one step forward, two back. As we move forward, gradually knowing Jesus more. Alwyn's doing that. His parents, his godparents, and all of us are doing that. Gradually. 
And so we shouldn't beat ourselves up that we don't know everything, that other people know more than us about God, about church, about when to stand up, sit down, sing the right tunes, say the right words, because every church does things slightly differently, doesn't it? Which I'm having to remember being in one church after another after another at the moment. We shouldn't allow the expectations of others to knock us down. Instead, we focus on Jesus. That is what it's about. Focusing on Jesus, coming to know Jesus more and more for ourselves, and so having our lives transformed through knowing him. The Gospel reading concludes, Come to me, all you who are weary and are carrying heavy burdens. I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. Let go of those things which are weighing us down, and instead come to Jesus afresh. Know Jesus more and more, as we continue on that journey, day by day, week by week, month by month, and as we come to know Jesus more, may we help others to continue their journey knowing Jesus more as well. This is a job for Alwyn's parents, a job for Alwyn's godparents, but in all honesty, a job for each and every one of us, since it takes a whole church to raise a Christian. In fact, we're raising each other. So we are not just helping Alwyn, we're helping each and every one of us to become better and better Christians as we come to know Jesus more and more. That's a challenge for us today and every day. Amen.